Hello, and welcome to the first ever episode of Gamelytical, the podcast where your host talks about games they have played, beaten, or overall enjoyed. This podcast will feature platforms such as PC, Wii, Switch, 3DS, and 3DS slash DS. We will be talking about games that people may not have heard of. We will be talking about games that people have played over and over again. This will range from any type of variety of game. Today we'll be talking about two games that I have played from my childhood, which were Bolt and Pets Dogs 2. First off, let's talk about Bolt. Bolt is based off of the movie Bolt. It is a Walt Disney movie where the movie's plot is about a puppy being adopted by this girl who eventually gets a TV show where she has to fight this villain to save her dad. The dog, however, does not believe that this is a set. He believes that it is real life. And that's what the producers want him to believe. Well, one day after filming, the dog gets sent to, I think, New York City, where he lives in California, far different across the America, all of that. He believes that his girl has been kidnapped. So he goes to New York City and captures what he believes to be the companion of the villain. So the cat tries to teach him how to live as like a normal dog. And overall, he gets back home and everything turns out all right. The game is nothing like the movie. I mean, it kind of is and it kind of isn't. The game, you play as Penny, which is the main character, and you play as Bolt. During Penny's interactions, you fight the bad guys, you use this wheelie bar that she has to hold on to ledges, ceilings, and, and things and cables that she can use to get across things to defeat the villain. As Bolt, you are able to use his super bark, his growl, his invulnerability to make sure that the, the people don't capture the dog. I finished this game a couple days ago, and I was really impressed with it. I was kind of disappointed by the ending, I'm not gonna lie. I expected a lot more of a better ending, but I mean, hey, it's a video game, I mean, give what you get. And the game is rated 10+. Which, can I be the first person to say that this game should definitely not be 10+, plus? I think it should be older? I'm 19, and I just beat the game. I mean, I've sat down and tried to beat it, but as a 10-year-old, I never had a phone. I didn't have that. I had one when I was 13, and by that point, I forgot about playing the game. So I wasn't able to look up ways to beat the game, or any way to help me. So, I did the best that I could by myself. I would always get stuck on this part that was like snowy. I don't remember the name of it, but I know that there was snow involved. They would keep adding characters and minions of the evil guy that just didn't make sense. And they added so much to the point where I just couldn't, I couldn't do it because there were so many coming at me at once. The one character that gave me the most trouble was a character that had these little yellow discs and he would throw them. And if you stepped on them or he landed them on you, it would stick to you, and you couldn't get them off. You just had to let go of the flow, and they would blow up. They were so annoying, and I remember dying so many times to that to that part because I was like, there's no way that you can get him to throw them somewhere else other, because it was like a tracking device. It came right to you. So I never was able to get past that part because of how long and how hard it was for me as a 
10-year-old to beat the game. So, I took a couple years off of playing the game because I figured there's no way to beat it. And I came back to it a couple years later, and I got further. And then... I had to stop playing it because I couldn't get past it. But in the game, within the game, there's these little mini-games. You're this little spaceship, I guess, and you're going around trying to blow up these little turrets that shoot out... They're like viruses. You're playing on a computer, and it shoots out these viruses, and they attack you. It got so hard and so fast that if you didn't pick up the extra health and the extra bonuses that they gave you to help pass the game... Or you just couldn't get there in time because the other turrets were so fast. It's over. You're done. You you have to start over. And I remember <laughs> beating it. And I remember just screaming that I was able to finally beat it. And I moved on. And I beat it that night. I remember beating the whole game because I, could, I couldn't put it down. It's like one of those things. Once you get past a hard spot in a game, you can't put it down. That's just how it was. And it was an incredible game as far as I, I liked it. I mean, the ending... Now, if you don't want spoilers, either skip ahead or stop listening. The ending shows this hamster named Rhino. He was having a marathon of watching the game, or the game that you're playing. And it just uh, he just says, I'm going to rewatch it, and that's how it ends. Now, as the player, I wanted more. I know that that sounds greedy, but I felt like it's a Walt Disney game. Disney's a big company that they could have done more to the ending and I know there's cheat codes and stuff probably that you can do to make it better or whatever but I didn't like the ending it was to me it felt like it was making me want more and since they never made a sequel to this game I can't really say that I would buy the sequel if they had one because it was not something that I it was just too hard for a 10 year old and there's so many games out there that as a 10-year-old, I probably would have enjoyed more. Just, it's just, I don't know how, how to describe it because I feel rewarded. I feel happy that I was able to beat the game, but it took me nine years of back and forth wanting to beat it and wanting to play it, and I just didn't feel that way. I didn't feel like it was a good ending. But anyway, on the back, it says, Live the Action Star Life. Star is Bolt and Penny in 25 action-packed missions. Fire up Bolt's superpowers to defeat enemies. Fly into action with Penny's wheel bar. And that's all it says on the back. The pictures, though, are very detailed, and it looks like a lot of fun. But the bottom picture is a picture of Penny using the wheelie bar to hang onto the ceiling. And I don't ever remember that scene being a thing in in the game. And the top picture is a picture of Bolt firing at a missile, which, again... That shot is not in the game because it's it's very high quality and I don't ever remember that. It was a really fun game, but the pictures are a little misleading, I must say. Also, the it says that you have to use the nunchuck, and I don't know if this is if this is my problem, but you know how on the Switch when you have the Joy-Cons they tend to drift and they tend to make the character walk a little bit? Well, if you started up the game on my end anyway, if you started up the game you would start up the game, and if you touch that that nunchuck stick just a little bit, she would walk off the edge. You can't walk off the edge of the cliff in the game, but she would walk so far, and it would just drift, and it would be impossible to play the game. So I had to make sure that I wouldn't touch the nunchuck, because if I did, she'd be walking, and I'd have to reset the console and do all that stuff. Which, again, 
isn't that bad, but I wish they would have fixed that. Also, I'm just reading right now that it says if you have epilepsy or have had seizures, why can't I say that? Um, or other reactions to flashing lights, patterns that you have to talk to a doctor before playing this game, which I understand that's a good warning safety to have, but, um, that's a big one. I mean, I can't imagine playing a game and having to be worried about something like that, but anyway, um, overall it was a good game. It does say cartoon violence, so if your parents weren't into you fighting or playing with stuff like that, then you probably wouldn't have enjoyed the game. Um, let's see, is there anything on the inside that I can talk about? Nope, just the disc is red, the color of the background of his collar, I think? It, it looks red on here. And, um, I just... A scooter, and it does show a picture of her on a scooter, and it does say, Scooter, not in the game. Which, they could have turned into a wheelie bar, I can see that happening. But, it just... Watching the trailer made it seem a lot more fun. And I can see why a trailer would make a game be a lot more fun, but man, it was it was good. I, I will give it a good rating. I'm not going to do a rating every single time, but I will say, hmm, for this game, hmm, 7.5 out of 10. I'm just taking off points because there's no way unless you sat down and did everything. And maybe in this day and age, if you had a phone with you and you were able to do all that, you would be able to beat it in one go. But this took me a long time to beat it. And they don't even sell Wii games anymore, which that hurts, honestly, because I loved the Wii. One of my favorite platforms. It will forever be my favorite platform. I, I don't, I don't know. But it was a really fun game. Will I play it again anytime soon? Probably not, because I just beat it and... Man, it was it was rough, but I did love it. It was really it was good for the time that I had it. All right, next game. Now this game is a game that you've probably never heard of. Same with Bolt. It's called Pets Dogs Two, and now this one doesn't have an age limit. It just says rated E for everyone. It's got mild fantasy violence, which <laughs> we'll get into that in a minute. Now, again, I have the case in front of me. Now, on the back, it says, New pets, new ways to play. Choose a puppy from over 40 different breeds and make him cuter with clothing and accessories. Create a comfortable pet village and guide your lovable bundle of fur through 60 fun adventures. Fun adventures is a bit of a stretch, but anyway. Compete against your friends in minigames such as racing. Now, hmm. Oh, I got a lot to say about this one. So, when I got this game, I was probably about the same age as Bolt, maybe younger, because these are two childhood games that were very directed towards kids, and I had a dog, I had a lab at the time, who, a black lab at the time, who was my favorite, I loved her. Um, she, when I, when I first got this game, I made the dog based off of her, but I used my name instead, and it was really, really fun. But again... Here's where things come in. You didn't need the nunchuck for this one, I'm pretty sure. It says that you can play with your friends, but I... Not that I didn't have friends. <laughs> but I didn't have a second controller at the time, and I didn't have anybody that was that could play at a moment's notice, because I don't have any siblings, so I can't really say, hey, play with me. But I never did, like, dressing up the dog <laughs> that they say that you can do, because 
I just figured that I like the way that the dog looks. I'm not going to mess with it. Nothing. So, the plot of this game is you are, like they said, you choose a dog. And you wake up in this house. Like, it's there's no humans. So, you are this main character where the dog does missions and everything. But first, you you're, wake up in this house and you see this hat. It's got rainbows, I think clouds on it it's it's very bright and colorful i haven't played this in a long time so if i forget a couple things forgive me um so your pl- you your father your dog father tells you not to touch the hat not to do anything and that he rescued it from this dog or this wolf named ivlet now ivlet is this really mean character he wants to control the pet's world he wants everything to be to his desire which i guess is a key for most games. Well, as a dog, you go to the beach with your best friend, who I think is named Victor, and Victor decides later that night, after you play cops and robbers and all that other stuff, Victor decides that he wants to go see Ivlet. And so you go and visit Ivlet in jail, doggy jail, which is literally a jail cell that they just put in behind. Anyway, um, Ivlet wants to see the hat, and Big Mouth Victor decides, hey, you know what, my friend over here has a hat, which is you, go get it for him. And you know, as a good dog, that you're not supposed to go and get it, but they can, both of them convince you to go get it. So you bring the hat to him, to Ivlet, and everything like that, and then Ivlet says that there's a spot on the hat, or a tear in the hat, something. And Victor gets all mad. He's like, well, what ha-, or all upset. He's like, well, what happens if your father says, like, he'll know that you took the hat and we're not supposed to take it? Like, he gets all stressed out. So Ivlet says to give the hat to him through the bars, which I don't know how they managed to do that, to fix a hat. He takes the hat and doesn't give it back, breaks out of jail, and runs off with the magic hat. So Victor throws himself into jail because he feels guilty for what he has done instead of trying to go out and help you to get the hat back. Don't ask. Anyway, while Ivla is being evil and everything, he breaks the animals out of the zoo and changes them to be really mean. He changes the other animals that are free-roaming to attack you every time they see you, just to basically be a pain in the butt and never let you get anywhere near him. Well, when I played this game through, I I remember getting hit by the, the NPCs a lot. Just because I, I, like, the screen glitched. Like, if you were in, like, let's say one of the scenes is a desert. And this didn't happen to me. Somebody else was playing it. But if you ran past this wall, it would glitch out behind you so that you could see where you were going. Well, there happened to be a buffalo. That sounds unrelevant, irrelevant, but trust me, it's true. There was a buffalo that was standing by the, the wall, and he attacked me. And I ran off. Because I didn't know what to do, and I didn't know what had just hit me. And I just ran off, and everything everything turned out fine. But I just remember I couldn't see the wall because the, of the way the game was made. So I got hit by a buffalo. Anyway, um, again, this is another game that I didn't beat for until years later because I couldn't do it. This game also has an epilepsy warning. But I don't... I don't remember having a problem like flashing lights with this game but I guess it's not just flashing lights but um you do have to go around town fixing up the houses that you destroyed because 
Once again, it's your fault. There's an aquarium that you catch by going fishing. It's basically... Hmm, how do I put this? It's basically like Animal Crossing. Except you don't chop down wood. But you do try to fix up, like, the buildings. It doesn't take a day to, to make the game. To make the buildings. But it does take a while. Um, there is an aquarium. So I guess that's kind of like the museum and a zoo. But other than that, the the game... Hmm. The game itself was fun. I mean, what kid at, like, the age of, like, 10 doesn't love dogs? I was probably younger than that. I don't remember exactly. But, um, this game was fun for the time being. I do remember, though, some of the animals, like, one of the mini games that they have you playing is against an elephant. He's pulling a card of stones, and you are too, and you have to beat him to the end. But he's an elephant and you're a puppy. There's no way that that's going to work out. Can somebody tell me how that's fair at all? Like, you're going against some strong... I I know, I shouldn't be getting this upset about a video game. But think about it. As a kid, you want to win everything that comes across your path. Especially a video game. And I just remember... (laughs) Just... Him being miles ahead of me. And every time I would struggle to pull the thing. I Maybe I just wasn't good as a good gamer as a kid. But I would pull so hard to make sure that this cart went. And it just wouldn't move. So I would, for years, I would just leave the elephant alone. It, you don't have to rescue the animals. They suggest that you rescue the animals. It's more of like a a coin thing for Mario. Like the coins don't matter. But you can catch, or you can get them if you want. It doesn't really matter. Um, I do remember in this game, however, though, I don't remember the name of the place. It was something like a volcano or hot or something. You had to wear flame retardant clothing, if I think that was the name of it. And you had to wear it because if you didn't, the heat would get to you and you would, you know, go away. I do... I do think, however, though, that the requirements, like, it reminded me, it reminds me a lot of Breath of the Wild, um, where you have to eat things in the beginning to go pa- get past a cold spot in the in the map. This one, though, was a lot easier to obtain, I feel, and I do think, I just, I don't know. Some of the things, looking back on it, I feel like were unnecessary, but I guess that makes the game more interesting, so I wouldn't, I'm not going to complain about it. But you you meet up with this person who created the magic hat. And as you get the magic hat, he tells you the things that you need to do to be able to go to Ivlet to defeat him. Now this is where things get stupid. <laughs> he lives across this poison lake with bridges and animals and broken bridges that you can't jump over. So you have to work your way through this maze without getting bit by one of his minions... Or falling into the poison lake, because if you get poisoned, it knocks you down to half a heart and ultimately tells you to try again if you get low enough. So, after doing that and getting through it, they tell you, this is it, there's no turning back. If you want to do something now, go and do it, because once you get in the map, it's not going to, or in the match, it's not going to let you go. So, me being the kid that I was, I said, I'm ready, let's do this, let's go in. Boy, was I wrong. The game tells you... In order to defeat Ivlet, you have to pick up these stones that are scattered around the arena. But these stones are tiny. They don't tell you how tiny they are. 
You can't see them until you're right on top of them. Which, don't get me wrong, I love that that style. That the stones are actually the same size. Same, the same size. <laughs> but, you, he's flies. He now flies. He somehow got the power to fly. And I don't know if it's from the hat or whatever. He also evolves. He starts off as a wolf. Then he gets these, like, antenna-looking things. Then he gets all bushy with fangs and the antenna. He doesn't get wings, but he can fly. Just let that sink in for a minute. Anyway, when he flies through the air, he's able to swoop down and attack you, which causes you to lose hearts. The only way to prevent that is to hide in these bubbles, I guess you can say, where he can't hit you. Well, first of all, the game is lying to you because he can hit you through the bubbles because I've been hit. I, I didn't have a phone again at the time that I was playing this. So again, I didn't know if I was doing anything correct. I do remember <laughs> that when I was playing it, I would run out, get a stone, and I didn't know where to throw it because he wouldn't, he didn't touch the ground. So again, I don't know where I, where I was going to throw it. And he would just keep hitting me all the time. And I remember coming back years later after I saw how somebody did it. And what the game doesn't tell you is that you're allowed to leave the bubble and throw it on it when he swoops down to you. So I didn't know that. So when I finally did it for the first time, I was like, oh, this is easy because it's game classic fighting style of three hits and it's over. It's done. So I finally was able to beat the game. And the ending it shows, again, spoiler alert, click off, fast forward. The game ends with the world because the hat also changes color. So before when it was rainbows and bright and, sh and shiny, it changed to a gray hat with storm clouds and lightning. So once that changes and you put the hat back on, it changes the world to the minions aren't mean anymore, the animals will go back to the, to the zoo, everything. Everything gets fixed and Victor gets out of jail, which we all love. <laughs> That's not... <laughs> but anyway, the game was really fun at the time. It's very long, very involved. Different than the bulk game, but that might just be because I took a break and I came back and it was easier and shorter because I used an old save profile. This game is fun and it is long, but I mean, it might be a little too long and a little too tedious with the things that you have to do. Like, I remember one of the missions, you have to go to this place called Lappy Lake and you have to find this guy named Saul. Saul, well, this dog named Saul. Saul is this, I don't know, explorer or the son of this guy who made the magic hat. And you have to go find him to, to ask him where his father is. Well, he tells you that he, when he was a puppy, he used to get this treat from this dog named Lone. And it was the best treat that he ever had. He loved it. It was the best thing he ever had. Well, Lone happens to be your mother. So you go and collect the ingredients that she needs to make the tart for this dog. And then you go and you give it to him and he tells you that. That's the one mission that I have a problem with. I know it doesn't seem like much. But it's just not. The way that I see it is that if you are going to talk about this treat that you have to give this dog. I would rather just go dig it up. I would rather go dig it up because 
I feel like getting the ingredients and then giving them to your mother, like, yes, it makes for a good storyline, but let's be honest here, in most games nowadays, if you have to dig anything up, you take the required things that you need, like a shovel or your hands or something, to dig up the item that you need, and then you just give it to them. Another example is Animal Crossing, which I will be talking about later on in this podcast. Not this exact episode, but later on at a later date. You take a shovel, you dig up a fossil, and you give it to Blathers. That's how things work. But in this one, you have to go get... Like, I mean, I guess, again, it's a Wii game. I don't know why I'm fighting it so much, but it just seems... It just made more sense to me. As a kid, it's the best thing to do, but again, I thought that was the longest process. And then for some reason, you have to thaw the lake. I don't remember much of that part, but you, I do remember you have to thaw the lake. So, um, in conclusion, I think that this game, hmm, 6, 6.5, around there, it's fun, but if you guys ever had Cats, Pets Cats 2, I think it is named, you will realize that it is the exact same game, exact same names, exact same characters, except they're all cats. I don't know, however, I don't know if Ivlet is the same or if it's a cat. I'm pretty sure it's the same, though. Um, just, I really wish that I could tell you guys to go out and play these games because I did enjoy them as a time, and they are good for a time... Like, if you don't know what else to do, you can play the Wii. I did have to fix my Wii, though, a couple days ago, because the Wii remotes, I know that it's a very old system, and the Wii remotes started dying on me, so I just had to change the batteries, but the batteries seemed to be, like, zapping it, like, pretty quickly. And yes, again, it's an old system. I got one for, like, my birthday, like, oh, seven, when I was seven, I want to say. A lot of things happened when I was seven or eight that I just, I don't remember. But that was one. I got it for my birthday, I'm pretty sure. Oh, and can we can we talk about Wii Sports for a second? Okay, that is the game, I think, that came with the system. I love Wii Sports. I remember playing that, like, well, when we first got it, we didn't know about the Miis. I mean, we had an idea, but we didn't know what to do exactly. So we played the game with the, the guest Miis that they give you. And when I tell you that I loved bowling... I played it all the time. Bowling was just my thing, apparently. But then I remember playing... Because I, I would play the game with my parents a lot. And I really enjoyed the bowling game. But then I remember playing tennis. Oh, man. Tennis. I love tennis. Tennis was my favorite. I just got so... I did. That was the best one that I did out of all of them. Because you have tennis, baseball, golf, bowling, and I think boxing... I think that's it. Then you got the training and the Wii Fit test before Wii Fit was a thing. And I do, I liked bowling, tennis, and I think baseball. I don't really remember. I know I liked three of them. I hated boxing because the skill level that I was at for boxing was zero. And the guy that you faced off at first was 550. And I think they should have lowered the skill level for that one because that were, there was no way that was happening. And I do remember later on, I think again for my birthday, somebody ordered in a catalog these like little foam things that you could attach to the w- remote. You would put it in this thing and then you could attach like a baseball uh, 
bat to like the Wii remote. You could attach a tennis handle. There was nothing for the bowling, but you could you could put like a little golf club on it. It was it was cute, and I don't think it was necessarily to help you with the game. I think it was more just so you felt like you were playing a real game. The Wii, the Wii wrist strap, I used that a lot because I didn't want to throw my remote into the TV, which some people do. Some people get so mad that they throw it into the TV and it breaks, which it's a game. It's just it's just a game, seriously. I do um, think that boxing was the hardest, then followed by baseball, golf, bowling tennis. That would be my my rating because I think that was my mine on the worst of the best because I love tennis and boxing was literally the worst. I remember playing the Wii Fit test thing that they had to determine your age and I always thought it was funny that if I got like a 30 or a 20 because as a kid you don't know what that means. It just gives you a random age. And the training was fun too because they would give you, like, training to hit the target, which I, I don't know how they did this, but that game was so advanced. They had the, um, the like, aiming for the target, but you couldn't aim for the target. You just had to basically hit it in the direction, which was super fun. The bowling, you had to dodge the, dodge the targets. Golf was a little bit different. You had to make sure, like, you landed in a specific spot, and then it would give you points, but I could never hit 100. I think I hit, like, it, like it twice. And I do remember doing the baseball one where it was like you hit home runs or they change where you have to where you have to aim. And I hated that one just as much because it was just I felt hard. I mean, I'm going basing off I mean now it's not that hard for me, but basing everything off as a kid, you just wanna be good. You just wanna ace everything your first try, and that's obviously not gonna happen. You gotta take a couple tries to, you know, do good on it. Can we just talk about how rude <laughs> the remote would be? Like, after you played a couple games of, like, bowling or baseball, especially baseball, because I remember this a lot, it would say, you've been playing for a while, why not take a break? Like, if I want to take a break, I'll take a break. You know, I don't need some game telling me, hey, you look tired. How do you know I look tired? You don't even have a camera. I'm sorry. Did I say that I was tired? No. I mean, I would always... And before the message came up, because I would get bored. But, I mean, hey, I'm not tired. And I do remember, I, I just booted up my Wii a couple uh, days ago, and I saw my me again. I don't know why, but my me had, like, eyeshadow, and I don't know why. <laughs> I think it was, like, I think I thought it looked good, and I don't think it... I mean, it, it fits my character, but I did create a new me without the eyeshadow. And I just think the eyeshadow looks looks better. And they only had one color for the eyeshadow, which was blue. Which, I'm getting off topic, but that's what my me looked like. And I would play I would play Wii Sports a lot. And I loved playing that you could play with your family and you could share... I, could you share the remote? I think you could. I mean, we had two remotes because I think the system came with two. We played bowling, tennis... We played bowling a lot together and golf. A little bit of baseball. Not so much tennis because of the split screen because it was hard to see. But I do think that Wii Sports was one of the better games. I know they came out with Wii Sports Resort, which I never played because I know it was for the Wii U and I didn't have one because Wii U died pretty quick. Um, I do think 
that the Wii was one of the best systems created. Because you look at, I have probably two cabinets full of Wii games that I had that I played on a regular basis that I loved because it was something that the whole family could get involved with. I mean, I don't have a big family, but I'm saying that, like, if you had a big family and you played these type of games, you would always have a fun time because of the games that you were... It was just a family togetherness experience. And plus, if you look at, at systems now, like the Switch or the PC or um, the DS, any of those systems... They're mainly a one-player system. Like, I mean, yeah, the Switch can be debatable, but most of the games are one-player anyway. Like, there's online play that you can play with friends that you make online or friends in real life. Like, there's those type of games. But I always thought that what if you have, like, a brother or sister or a sibling that wants to play with you for, like, the Switch or the PC or the DS... You have to go out and buy another system for, like, the DS or the or, or Steam. Which, I can see why you would want to play with your, your sibling. But, I that's a lot of money. Because these systems costed, costed a lot. Costed is not a word. Cost a lot. I think, at the, at the height of these, I want to say the Wii cost about, man, I don't know. I feel like 500 is a lot. I, I don't think it was 500. 300? 200? I mean, that's what systems go for now, so I might be a little a little off. But I do remember when the Switch came out, that was a lot of money. The, these PlayStations, play, like, slash Xboxes, they're a lot. A computer, depending on what type you get, desktop, laptop, and the brand that you get, depending on if you can play Steam, which is expensive. The DS was expensive, I remember, because I remember, well, first grade when you get, when I got mine, you're always thinking, like, you don't have any concept of money, but you think that, like, a hundred or fifty dollars even for, or twenty for that matter, is a lot of money. But I do, I enjoyed all the systems that I played, and especially now as, as the age that I am, play, I, I just got introduced to Steam last year, and I got the Switch a couple years ago, so I'm, I'm really enjoying that. I don't have as much time to play them anymore because of college, but any free moment that I have is spent usually playing these games. Like, I just started playing another Wii game that I will probably talk about, maybe? I'm not sure if I- it depends if I beat it and if I enjoy it. It's G-Force, which is a guinea pig movie. It's kind of like Bullet was a guinea pig movie that was turned into a game, but it's nothing like the movie- <laughs> Yeah, that was a, that's that's a fun game, but it's it's shown from the perspective of a guinea pig. You should have good like eyesight because the control is a little a little not janky. I don't know what, what other word to say, but the controls are a little hard to maneuver because you have to hold the C button on the nunchuck to look around, and then that's how you get around. Which I guess because it was also put out for Xbox. <clears throat> So, I feel like that would be easier as an Xbox, because you you have both hands on those sticks. I never had an Xbox or a PlayStation. My cousin had one, and he would play Call of Duty, and I would play sometimes. But I never cared for the shooting type of games anyway. To me, it just seemed... I don't know. It just seemed not my style. Plus, I was, I was a girl, girly girl, when I was younger. I 
loved all the, the cute little puppies and the kitties. Now I just want to find a game that I enjoy. I play Dead by Daylight. I play um, Animal Crossing, Mario Kart. I play I play a bunch of different games, which we will definitely talk about in an, a later episode. I'm trying this to see, trying this as a trial run to see how well um, this podcast is. It, it's 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 uh, I don't know. I I really think that talking about these games is a good way to to discuss about games that maybe you played as a child and you don't remember. But I was talking about games that I haven't beaten a couple days ago and I was like, you know what? I should try Bolt again because that was a very hard game and I never beat it. And I went back and I I beat it because I just had a memory of it. Uh, Another game that I haven't beaten uh, yet is uh, Super Mario Galaxy. That's a really fun game. I'll talk more about that when Super Mario 2 comes up. But I do think that it was just the there's this one level in that that game that I hate so much. You have to collect a certain amount of star bits in a certain amount of time, I think like a minute. And unless you're playing with a friend, which I did and I still couldn't do it, it's so impossible. I I, I know that they make these games so that you have a fun time and it actually makes you work for something. But like as a kid, you're doing other things, like you're doing school, you're doing, you're playing outside, you're being active, you're doing other things that you wouldn't do as an adult. Like, you've got other things that you're doing that you want to do. So, you, I mean, unless that's all you've got is the video game. But it's just, to me, I feel like I would, I would, would do other things. I mean, I played the Wii a lot, but I would play games that I enjoyed a lot more, and especially... Mario Kart was a big one that I loved to play. I remember playing that a lot. Um, Mario Galaxy didn't come until later. But especially, like, Wii Sports was, like, the first game that I ever played. And I remember the first big game was Mario Kart. And I loved that one just as much as well. But I just... I miss playing these games on these type of systems. And I remember... I I did hear that they stopped making games for, for the Wii. Which I was very sad to hear about because I did think that this was a great system. I thought it was a, was amazing for the way that it, you know, was set up. Just, now that everything's onto the Switch and there's more, the the type of technology that they use to get games and stuff like that, I, I can see that it's easier to access. But, like, the Wii, and I know everybody that had, like, an N64 or an older device is going to say, well, that was, like, the best one. And it is. It's, like, the basis for the Wii and all these other systems and everything. It's just, I grew up with the Wii. I grew up with, like I said, drawers of games. Like, it was just something that I loved. It's just it's just a fun, a really fun system. And I, and I encourage anybody that, like, if I, if I unlocked any memory of playing a Wii or playing with an old system, go back and try to see if you can beat some of the games that you didn't beat. I mean, I always had fun with them. And especially now beating Bolt, man, I feel so much better. I know I know that sounds so stupid, but I think it's really funny that I took off oh, nine years after playing this for the first time, and I come back and I'm like, hey, I beat it. It, it was really fun to play, but, oh, man... I, I don't know what more to say because these these games that we grew up with were something that was amazing and that almost everybody's going to remember. But anyway, 
this has been the first episode of Gamelytical, and I hope to see you guys on next time. Next time, and I'm not gonna say next week because I don't know when the next podcast will come out. But thank you for joining, everybody. It's game over. <laughs>